0: Welcome to The Good, Good Life with Jan Jones. Together, we will journey through self-discovery and fulfillment in life. Here's your host, Jan Jones.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to The Good, Good Life. I am your host, Jan Jones, and of course, you know I am thrilled to be with you today. So as you are getting in your right frame of mind to really be here with me in this podcast, which by the way, today we are talking about unleashing the brave within, building courage for personal growth. So as you are relaxing and shutting out the world, I thought it would be fun To give you a reason to laugh. Yes, it is the best medicine, right? So get ready to slap your knee and grab your belly because I'm about to make you laugh. Here are some jokes for you today. What did one ocean say to the other ocean? Nothing. It just waved. Ah. Okay. I'm just cracking myself up over here. Here's another one. What happens when a snowman throws a tantrum? He has a meltdown. Ah, so funny. All right. One more for you. You got to laugh. What did the duck say when it bought some lipstick. Just put it on my bill. Yes, I will be here all week. (laughs) I don't know why. I just thought it'd be fun to start out with some corny jokes. Hopefully, now you are definitely awake, alert, alive, enthusiastic because you're just cracking up. And I know there are people out there mainly my husband who is rolling his eyes right now at my goofiness but hey that's what that is what makes this such a good good life we gotta have some fun now i want you to take that deep breath again shut out the world and i hope you are really really claiming this i've said it several times today something good will happen to me And today something good will happen through me. All right. I have a lot that I want to cover with you. So who's ready to tap into your inner courage and unlock your full potential? I, you know, I love to talk about your potential. Here's the thing about potential. It is the contribution that you have yet to make. And it is so exciting to think about all of the potential within us because I am a firm believer that we will actually never fully tap into it while we're here on this earth because there is so much of it in us. And that is exciting. We can be experiencing and exploring and discovering new potential in ourselves really almost every single today. I mean, every single day, Um, but today as well. So that is what I hope you are able to do While you listen to today's show, I hope it is transformative for you because we are really focusing on cultivating your own courage so you can use it as a catalyst for positive change. Now think about this, courage really isn't something that comes naturally to most people. It's really not. I mean, we got to, you know, the old phrase, you have to muster up the courage, right? It's not one of those instinctive things. We have to really be intentional about it. It's just not something that comes naturally to most people. Mark Twain said that real courage is the mastery of fear, not the absence of fear. And, you know, I was thinking about like some of the most courageous people um, that we see, that we hear about, that we may know personally. And, of course, first responders came to mind. First responders like police and firefighters and just all of these really brave people. But I don't think they're brave because they don't feel fear. I mean, they're human, even though they do superhuman things, I think that they feel fear. I mean, of course they do. We all do as human beings, but they are brave because they run into the burning buildings anyway. So I want us to really think about some of the fears that we have and how we can build courage around that. Perhaps you dread some poor health. Or financial problems or the loss of a loved one or really just the uncertainty about the future maybe you're afraid of failure because it makes you feel weak or inadequate whatever your fears may be I hope today You really become more prepared and have the mindset that you can face these fears with courage. So let's just stop for a moment and think about what courage really is. It is a quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to meet danger or face opposition are the challenges of life with fearlessness, calmness, and firmness. I don't know about you, but when I have a little bit of fear, maybe a lot of fear, the 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 word calm is not one that is entering into my spirit a lot. But That's what courage really is. It's when we can face these challenges with that fearlessness, that calmness, and firmness. Courage is doing what we are afraid of. So we do it afraid. Courage is fear that has actually said its prayers. Courage is fear that says, I'm going to hold on a little while longer. So, those are a few thoughts around courage. Now, let's look at fear. Fear is an internal alarm that goes off within us in some form or fashion when we are facing imminent danger, when we are feeling threatened, or when we are feeling helpless to change the situation. So those are just some high level points about courage and fear, because this is all about unleashing the brave within you. So when you think of the word courage, what comes to your mind? I'm curious, tell me, tell me now. I'm just kidding, I know you can't tell me, but I want you to think about what pops into your head just instinctively when you hear that word courage. Maybe it's words like um, bravery or valor, that word fearlessness that I've already used, Um, maybe determination, boldness, adventure, all kinds of things. Spirit, strength, fortitude, all kinds of things can really make up our idea and perspective around courage. Now, those words that you were thinking of and a few that I shared are those words that other people would use to describe you. Well, I want to make that a reality for you today. So, How can we build courage? What I want to do is I want to give you five ways that we can build courage. Now, in our short time together, and I have to tell you, it feels so short to me. I could just spend hours and hours at a time with all of you who are so wonderful and supportive. And I'm just so grateful that you choose to enter into the Janiverse with me. So all that being said, it's a short list. There are other ways that you can build courage. But these are a few that I want to touch on today. I um, have narrowed it down to five that I would like to share. And the five ways that I want to discuss today that we can build courage is number one, and I'm gonna repeat these again but we're gonna go through these in a little more detail but I'm gonna go ahead and give you the list number one is facing our fears gradually number two we're gonna talk about practicing self compassion but also practicing compassionate care for others so number two is like a two-parter and then the third way is setting and achieving goals Fourth, a way that we can build our courage is to pursue peace. And lastly, what it all boils down to is let love lead. Woo! I'm excited just sharing that list with you. Okay, so let's dive in to these five ways that you can build your courage. The first way I mentioned was facing your fears gradually. We don't want to overwhelm ourselves. And, you know, I want you to think back to an episode I did on embracing your scars and really facing emotional wounds so that they do not remain open. Well, one of the ways that we do that is we actually acknowledge those emotional wounds instead of. You know sweeping them under the rug or ignoring them or shoving them way way down we have to acknowledge them and this is a way that we can build our courage is to face our fears courage often involves confronting our fears head on however attempting to tackle major fears in our life like all at once can be really overwhelming and It can be discouraging so instead what we need to do is take gradual steps towards facing our fears and i want to give you a few ways that you can do that the first way is you've got to identify the fear you've got to identify a specific fear that you want to overcome yes everyone this is another part of our journey of self-discovery so Really be honest with yourself. What are some fears that you want to overcome? Is it a fear of public speaking? Which, of course, you all know I love to do that. But most people do not. Is it a fear of heights? Is it a fear of social interactions? All right. So we just have to identify what it is. What is the fear that you want to overcome? Then the next way that we face these fears gradually is we break it down. We've got to break down the fear into smaller, manageable steps. So, for example, if you have a fear of public speaking, then start small. Maybe it's even in your friend group. You don't speak up a lot. So you've got to push yourself a little and just start speaking up with people that you're comfortable with. Maybe in your work setting, you don't share ideas in meetings. Well, if you have like small committees that you're on. Maybe that's where you start to speak up. So you really want to start small. Maybe in your place of worship, you're in a life group and you don't ever volunteer to read the scripture or say a prayer out loud, but you're in a safe space. So start volunteering and speaking up in these smaller settings. Then you may, you may be able to present at the company retreat someday. All right. So that's what you got to do. You got to break down the fear a little bit. Let's, let's address really quickly that fear of social interaction. You know, if you're just not comfortable in settings where you don't know a lot of people, then start again small. Maybe start by going to dinner with just one friend and then gradually increase that number. Ask your friends to invite their friends that maybe you don't know yet because it gets you in the environment of being around others that maybe you do not know. So these are some strategies that can really help you begin to face these situations that make you nervous. Breaking this down. So in um, social interactions, if you're not really comfortable with that, Go ahead and have some topics that you are familiar with that you can bring up or questions already in your back pocket. Your, I'm using my air quotes, your back pocket that you can ask that will, you know, initiate some conversation. Always focus on your personal strengths that you possess. That's where you draw a lot of courage is from knowing what your strengths are. And I've had a couple of shows on that. So if you ever need help with that, you can reach out to me. Um, you want to also like go into these situations relaxed. So figure out some relaxation and some stress management techniques that work for you. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's getting some fresh air first. Maybe it's a little pet therapy before you go somewhere uh, with your your pets at home, your cats and your dogs and things like that. Lots of different ways that you can do that. All right. So facing your fears, you want to acknowledge them, identify them, break them down. And then, of course, one of my favorite parts is celebrate your progress. Every little bitty small victory. The smallest of victories, even if it's just saying hello to a new person at work. I want you to acknowledge that and I want you to celebrate that internally or with friends that know you're trying to get more comfortable in social settings, because this is going to boost your motivation and it's going to reinforce these courage building steps that you're taking. All right. So facing your fears gradually, um, I want to give you a few questions that you can ask yourself whenever you're going into a difficult situation. You need a little clarity around any kind of environment and just really you need to know how you're going to show up. All right. So here's a few questions. What brought you here? You know, why are you having to face this fear? Okay, you are the only one that can answer that. Maybe it was a requirement in your job, right? Maybe it was a choice, maybe, you know, whatever it is, but what brought you here? The next question that's going to help you face your fears is um, what are your fears and concerns in this particular setting? Is it that fear of rejection? Is it the fear of losing an opportunity if you don't do this assignment, right? So what are the fears and concerns that you have around the situation? This is all about acknowledging those fears, identifying what they are, what is behind them. But here's another question to ask that's going to help. What would make this successful? And you've got to see yourself succeeding. And then what support do you need? You know, is there a friend you can call, a colleague that can, you know, boost your self-esteem? And the last question is, what boundaries do you need to put in place? You know, you can set sometimes the, the limits of what you will and will not do. Brene Brown said something that I thought was just beautiful. Daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. So don't be afraid to set boundaries. So when we can gradually face our smaller, air quotes again, our smaller fears, this is going to equip us to face the bigger challenges that are coming up in the future. Second Timothy seven says, for the spirit God gave us, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Let's move on to number two that I want to share with you on how you can build your courage is practicing that self-compassion, but also compassionate care for others. Self-compassion is essential in building courage we have got to be kind understanding and supportive toward ourselves, especially when we're facing challenges or setbacks so here's a few ways that we can practice some self-compassion all right the first way is got to cultivate self-awareness i talk about self-awareness a lot we have got to be honest with ourselves we've got to recognize our own self-talk? Is it negative? Is it judgmental? You know, we do not need to do this to ourselves. There's probably enough of that out there in the world. So we have got to replace negative self-talk with some self-compassionate thoughts. You know, not that, oh, I'll never be able to do that. No. And remember, I talked about this in Mindset Matters. We need to reframe that and say, I may not be able to do that now, but I will be able to if I push myself, if I train myself, if I get experience. I can't do it yet. That very powerful word yet. So you've got to build your own self-awareness to build that self-compassion so you can build your courage. Next, I want you to embrace your imperfections none of us is perfect we shouldn't put that on ourselves and we should not put that expectation on other people we all make mistakes and we all have to face difficulties so embrace that and grant yourself some grace and look at those uh, imperfections and those mistakes as opportunities to grow And then practicing self-care. I had an amazing guest several months ago about compassion and this compassion towards ourselves and taking care of ourselves, doing things like exercise and connecting with nature, meditation, spending time with loved ones. Finding new hobbies. These activities nourish our soul. They help with our well-being. And they actually provide emotional support for ourselves during really difficult, scary uh, times that maybe fill you with a little fear. I'll tell you something else you should do is limit your screen time. You know how we put those limits on children? We need to limit ourselves of screen time. And I'm talking about social media. So self-compassion is vital, but we also need to have compassionate care outwardly because this helps us to build courage. So offer support to other people. When you can create supportive environments where people can really express their fears and struggles without judgment, then this is really showing compassion. You are encouraging dialogue and you're providing reassurance to people that need it. You know, in the Bible, Jesus used the parable of a lost lamb to illustrate how he acts as the good shepherd, to bring every single little lost lamb back. We, every single one of us, we are not burdens to God, even when we wander off. And so how often are we looking at others as a burden or as an irritant in our lives? It takes courage to be filled with compassionate care for those that are struggling. And just like facing our fears gradually, we need to celebrate the progress in building courage when we are celebrating others' progress as well. So that care that we're giving people, it actually helps them achieve their goals and face their own fears. So instead of reacting to others in judgment, Let's show mercy. Let's open our hearts in understanding. Can you imagine what the world would look like if we all began to do that? And it can start with us right now, the ones listening to The Good Good Life. So today, I want to encourage you to be courageous and choose to help someone without any ulterior motive. Can you do that? I know you can. For sure you can. All right. So I think this is a really great place. We have covered two of the five ways that I want to help you build your own courage and unleash the brave within you. But I want us to take a short break because, oh boy, I have got so much more to share. And when we come back, we're going to pick right back up with this list of how you can build your courage. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts.
0: Are you ready to ignite your passion and purpose for life? Make sure you join Jan Jones each week for the Good Good Life podcast. Each week, Jan will share her expertise and insights into personal development as well as spiritual growth discoveries from the challenges in the valleys to the victories on the mountaintops Jan has persevered through all of them with unwavering faith and joy. Life is full of possibilities, and Jan wants to walk with you as you discover those possibilities and unleash your full potential. Rekindle the spark inside of you and rejoice in the good, good life with Jan Jones, where we will all love living and live loving. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Empowerment.com. Welcome back to The Good, Good Life with Jan Jones. If you have a question or want to share your story with Jan or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888- 3469141 one. Now back to the show
1: with Jan. Welcome back everyone. We are talking about unleashing the brave within you. So let's keep going with five ways that you can build your courage. I am on number 3. This is setting and achieving goals. This really can help to build your courage. It allows you to step out of your comfort zone, push your limits a little bit. All right. So I want to give you a few ways that you can approach setting and achieving your goals. Number one, I want you to define meaningful goals. Set realistic, yet meaningful goals that align with your values And your aspirations. This goes back to you knowing you. All right. So these goals should push you just a little bit, you know, stretch you a little bit, but they still need to be attainable. So set meaningful yet realistic goals. And here we go again. Another way to achieve this is we got to break it down, y'all. Okay. Break it down again, breaking down these big fears into smaller components. We cannot just assume or we cannot set the expectation on ourselves that, oh, I want to get, you know, from A to Z really, really quickly. I want to skip all the letters in between. No, we want to break it down so that it's more attainable. You know, break down these larger goals into some smaller, actionable steps. So this makes the process more manageable and it helps you track your progress because you know there's going to be a celebration component to setting and achieving your goals. So break it down. And then here's something that we often miss. We don't think about it, but we've got to create Some accountability. We need an accountability system in place. You can come up with an accountability system that works for you. And it often involves really involving someone else, including a trusted friend, talking about the goals, joining a supportive community that maybe has some similar goals. I mean, there are even goal tracking apps if you want to be able to really look at your progress. Because accountability, again, it helps with our motivation. We see the small steps from the more manageable, actionable items as we are reaching the finish line and achieving the goal. And again, something else that helps us to set and achieve goals is celebrating. We have to celebrate milestones, no matter how large or small they are, because this helps you recognize the courage and effort that it took. You know, it keeps reinforcing that positive cycle of setting and achieving these goals. So I want to tell you a little story about a little little company just a little small company called Starbucks now I don't know if you all know this but I found this very fascinating and I'm gonna keep it brief because I've got more ways I want to share how you can build your own courage but I think this is such a great example of really having the vision and the goal Howard Schultz who is the owner of Starbucks now was not always the owner of Starbucks He actually started out as a Xerox copy machine salesman. Now uh, that, that was a really big job back in the day, right? And then he was hired by an Italian company that sold espresso machines. So he was doing sales in the U.S. for this Italian espresso company. And then that is how he came across Starbucks, because he was calling on them to sell these machines. Now, they were not interested at all in these machines. At the time, Starbucks was only selling their coffee beans. They weren't interested in anything else, but they did like Howard Schultz. And so they wanted him to come and work for them as a salesperson. So he did, but he took a trip over to Milan, Italy, and he saw all of these espresso cafes, these coffee shops where people were gathering, and he thought this was a brilliant idea, and he pitched it to Starbucks. (gasps) And they said, no, they were not interested in cafes because it was an unknown. They weren't familiar with that market and the machines were very, very costly. But guess what Schultz did? He was like, okay, but I'm going to go and I'm going to start these cafes and Starbucks was fully supportive of him doing this because they didn't look at him as any kind of a threat. He had pitched it to them first, and they said no. The owners of Starbucks said no. But he needed $400,000 to get his cafe idea off the ground. He called 242 investors. And this was before a lot of technology. So he called every single one of these people individually, 242 investors, so he could raise $400,000. Guess how many times he was rejected? 217 times he was rejected. I mean, I don't know about you, but after one or two rejections, I'm feeling a little defeated and deflated, right? But not Howard Schultz. I mean, you want to talk about courage. You want to talk about tenacity. You want to talk about perseverance and just setting this goal and not giving up on it. So he kept calling. He finally got some investors. He started his own cafe business and it was doing so well that guess who came to him later yeah you got it Starbucks Starbucks came to him and said we would like for you to buy us out and at that point he had enough success that he could and then he became the owner of Starbucks and he took Starbucks to what it is today (gasps) Wow I mean, that's such an inspiring story, but it also talks about the courage that it took him to stick to that goal and he was breaking it down along the way. He started small and look where it took him. Mother Teresa said something that I think is brilliant when it comes to this third way to build your courage of setting and achieving goals. What she said was, even if you're on the right track, You'll get run over if you just sit there. Yeah, let that one wash over you. All right, let's go on to number four. So the fourth way that we can build courage is pursue peace. I want you to think about this for a moment. In a world that seems to be filled with a lot of conflict, It is more courageous to pursue peace than to pick a fight. You know, I was working with an organization yesterday that just made me think of this. Um, And we were talking about people's intentions, right? And how it's not actually what people are doing or what they're saying that gets misinterpreted. It's why we think they're doing or saying it. So the intentions behind an action get misinterpreted. And it's actually a little easier to try to compel or control or convince and even like dig your heels in and and argue and fight over your own agenda, but to really pursue peace and, and to understand other people and to not want to fight. That's your end game is to not start a fight, but to have peace and harmony and unity that takes a lot of courage. I want you to think about what Galatians 5, and part of 23 says about the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. As you hear that list of the fruit of the Spirit, I want you to notice that There are not things on that list like charm, charisma, wealth, power, controlling others. That is not going to bring peace. So think about pursuing peace and we need to be patient, kind, full of goodness, faithfulness, self-control, have joy in our hearts. Be a light in the darkness. This is how we pursue peace. And it takes courage, but it builds our courage. Every single time we can um, deflate conflict and we can nourish relationships. So to build your courage and also inspire courage in others, promote peace whenever possible. Extend mercy instead of vengeance. To act with courage, instead of jumping to conclusions and fighting someone because of it, because of those conclusions, slow down, and seek to understand them because this really is the way to pursue peace and it takes courage. All right, number five, I'm moving right along. Number five on how we can really unleash the brave inside of us. It all boils down to this let love lead. We just really shouldn't make any excuse to withhold love from others. We need to remember that love is kind, but it is not always easy to choose. It's not fluffy or some superficial niceness. It is a merciful motivation that drives us to choose the side with the vulnerable instead of the powerful. We act out of compassion rather than self-protection. So we need to let love lead. We need to intentionally look for and take advantage of ways to grow in love. Removing the barriers, I mean, the barriers that systems or people or even ourselves that we've all put into place, these barriers that keep us from showing and demonstrating love. I mean, the love of God is limitless. So let's expand our own to act with courage today. I want you to choose to act with love when you would rather dismiss someone. How can you be a blessing and show grace to someone today? Don't wait. Start today with building your courage of letting love lead. You know, courage is really a heart word. The root of the word courage is core, the Latin word for heart. And in one of its earliest forms, the word courage meant to speak one's mind by telling all one's heart. Think about that. It's not easy to show love because love is not fluffy, like I said. It is kind and patient, but it is also honest. You know, we've got to have truth in love. It takes courage to love someone enough to be honest, to demonstrate accountability. We've got to hold others accountable, but we've got to be open to letting them hold us accountable. I mean, that's part of what love is. It's not just a feeling. It is action. So when we let love lead, when we choose to grow in love and show mercy and grace to others, we are truly building our courage. We are... Really increasing our bravery. All right. We have covered five ways to build courage. I'm going to repeat the five ways that I went into some detail about. Number one was facing fears gradually. Don't leave off the word gradually because it's important that we don't overwhelm ourselves when we really are building our courage. So number one was facing fears gradually. Number two, practicing self-compassion as well as compassionate care for others. Number three, setting and achieving goals. And number four, pursue peace. And number five, let love lead. I want you all to remember this. Building courage takes time and practice. I want you to be patient with yourself. Celebrate your progress. Y'all know I'm all about some party, some celebrate, some sparkle. You want to do that for yourself and persevere through the setbacks don't let the setbacks completely derail you. Get right back on those tracks. Right? Whether you aspire to overcome public speaking anxiety or conquer social fears or just simply become more courageous in your daily life. If you implement some or all of these strategies that I have reviewed with you today, You can gradually develop the courage needed to face your challenges and pursue your dreams. I mean, I want you to practice these things, not until you get them right, but practice them until you cannot get them wrong. And you know, when I think about fear, a lot of times we build this fear up in our minds, we go to this worst case scenario, right? And then it kind of paralyzes us in taking action to move forward, to do it afraid. And if you think about fear as an acronym, sometimes it really is false events appearing real. I mean, It's not even a reality what we're afraid of sometimes, you know, that that worst case scenario or that rejection that we think that we are going to receive. So keep your perspective, be patient, be kind, persevere through the setbacks have your support system, have your accountability system, everything that we've been talking about today so that you can really enjoy this good, good life and pursue your dreams. I wanna tell you, there is um, a really great resource. It's a devotional book called 365 Days of Courage. And it's published by the Broad Street Publishing Group. Um, so if you're interested in that, I, uh, I recommend it. I think it's, it's a great way just every single day to remind yourself on how equipped you are to show courage and how you can continue to build and unleash the brave within you. You know, Billy Graham said something that I really love. He said, courage is contagious. When a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others are often stiffened. That is so powerful. You know, when I think about bravery and courage and just, You know, all of the things that every single one of us is dealing with, and they're all different. I mean, every single person has a story. When my guest Lou Burdett was with me, you know, we talked about how we all have, all of us have stories of survival and overcoming, you know, tap in to how you got to the other side. I called that episode down, but not out because we are not out we are awake alert alive enthusiastic and life is beautiful and it's going to be beautiful in the way that we approach it and inspire others to do the same I mean without scary we would never have brave so there are a lot of things that brighten us but it also builds our bravery and courage and our perseverance every single time we push through these life challenges i want all of you to know you are beautiful you are strong and you were created with a purpose take courage in God's love for you and be ready to conquer each day. All right, I'm letting that one kind of wash over me too. We've got a lot that we are all dealing with, but we can definitely unleash the brave within us and we can inspire others to do the same. We can be that example for everyone around us And when they are describing us, as you are building your legacy with your actions, with your bravery, with your perseverance, then this is how you will be remembered, but it's how you will influence and inspire today by really practicing and um, embracing the ways that you can build your courage, facing those fears gradually, practicing self-compassion and compassionate care for others, setting and achieving those goals that you have. What is something that you've always wanted to do? You know you could get there if you would just take the first step. Some of the most dangerous words are, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, it's much easier to make good decisions when you make that first good decision. The second one is a little easier. The third one is even easier. So setting and achieving those goals, pursuing peace and letting love lead. All right. I have enjoyed Our time together, it has been amazing as usual. I'm so grateful for you and the time that you spend with me. I hope until we meet again that you really enjoy this good, good life while you love living and live loving. Until next time, you have a fabulous week.
0: Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. We hope today was meaningful for your personal journey. We'll be back next week. Until then, continue to love living and live loving.